like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, book signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Miles Deemer on the line. He's Director of Capital Markets and Strategy over at Sunday. Miles, welcome to the show. Thanks, Adam. I appreciate it. So I'm excited to get more into what you're doing over at Sunday. But before we do that, let's get a little bit further into your background. So how did you get started in your career and in business? Oh, definitely. So it's kind of a funny story, but I, I knew I wanted to go into real estate uh, from a very, very young age. You know, as a child, I remember going to Sunday school with my parents, and in between the church and the parking lot, there was a small kiosk where they sold a magazine called uh, Dream Homes Magazine. It's a uh, L.A. publication, brokerage magazine, uh, highlights uh, very high-end homes, and I was just amazed at the beauty and sophistication behind these designs. Um, and that really drew me into wanting to have a career that really followed more or less a real estate development path, um, but definitely in the real estate field. So oh, fast awesome. forward to yeah, yeah, so you fast forward over to my uh, my college years, and I attended uh, USC down in Los Angeles, which at the time was the only college institution which had an all-inclusive degree around real estate. So real estate finance real estate law, government ordinances, and really that was a key driver for me actually to you know attend that school and learned a ton about how real estate was positioned, what you need to do, and it was a really good broad overall exposure into, into real estate. Um, as timing would have it, uh, I graduated shortly after the uh, 2008 crash, which did not yield ah, I, I knew you were going to say that. I was <laughs> like, oh, I know his age. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, please. <laughs> which did not yield any uh, real estate development jobs. In, in fact, you know, the only jobs open at that time were in real estate lending, uh, primarily with financial institutions such as banks, who were really trying to determine what to do and how to position their stockpile of REO or foreclosure assets, which they had accumulated extremely fast. Um, mm -hmm. So a really interesting economic environment to, to, to leave school with. I was fortunate enough uh, to start my career working uh, at one of the premier credit institutions, uh, First Republic Bank, and I worked for them down in Century City and essentially you know, reviewing REO books and determining how underwater we were on that asset. So learned a lot about real estate valuation, um, got my first knock at kind of the corporate structure and how banks were positioned. Um, and you fast forward a couple of years there, and I had worked my way up to actually work for the head of credit there, uh, David Lichtman, who is still a close friend and mentor to this day. Um, there I was doing everything credit-wise under the sun, from market forecasting to trouble debt restructuring, uh, and a host of different uh, underwriting approvals, residential, commercial, multifamily, um, and in some uh, private equity deals toward my end of my tenure there. Amazing, amazing experience and uh, something uh, that I look back very fondly. You know, I left First Republic in 2015 um, <laughs> to join a 10-person startup uh, called Lending Home. And I'll never forget that. I remember calling my parents and telling them that I had made this shift 
They were not uh, happy. <laughs> they were not happy, nor could they understand <laughs> why I would leave, you know, such a great job to join a 10-person startup that had uh, just received their seed financing. Um, but made, made the jump, um, and Lending Home was a small online money lender uh, led by Matt Humphrey, James Herbert, and Josh Steck. Um, it was really my first taste of a startup environment. Uh, we were splitting an office with, you know, three other companies. Um, it was completely different. Open, open floor plan, no cubicles. And, you know, during my, my time there, I, I really got a taste for the startup environment. But not only that, we were fortunate enough to have extreme hyper growth. So fast forward three years there, you know, we grew from 400, from 10 employees to 400 employees and actually originated about $4 billion in bridge loan debt. And so very much um, like a startup environment, very much uh, I led various teams there, so an operations team, a sales team, and a servicing team. So really got a broad exposure of seeing companies grow to scale in such a short amount of time. And an absolutely terrific experience. Funny enough, um, Lending Home was, you know, they sell loans off in the secondary market, and I was poached by Sturm, who is the founder of AlphaFlow, um, which is an alternative asset manager uh, where I led an acquisition team focused on buying, underwriting, bridge loan debt. So we bought loans from over 20 originators throughout uh, 40 states, primarily buying them and then packaging them off to high net worth individuals, endowments, and various large institutions. So I really got my taste of capital market, secondary market, um, and that which eventually led me to Sunday where I currently am. I think it's, it's funny, though, because I started my career out in the lending side, moved over to then the secondary market side, and now sitting in the front seat as a developer and an operator. Um, so really, really doing the gamut of <laughs> responsibilities there. Man, that's a great story. I love it. And I love the transitions. And I, I, I know your parents are like, okay, it worked out. But I know that was not a popular decision at that time because I, I felt it. I'm like, oh, that was a hard call to mom. <laughs> um, so so that, that being said, um, you know, there's some, you know, younger entrepreneurs or, or people just graduating college that are, you know, where you first started. Um, and now you have the benefit of hindsight on your side. Um, what kind of advice would you give to the that new entrepreneur and or career person that's just getting out there kind of getting their feet wet in the business world with some of these pivots that they have ahead of them definitely uh, great question I think you know when I when I look back at kind of my career worked and what didn't work the number one thing I recommend to all your listeners or anyone who's in that position young and old is you need to have a deep bench of mentors um, who you can go to for advice whether that's within the company that you work in or outside all of the life experiences, choices, decisions, that you need advice, someone out there has actually been through that and knows the best path forward or can at least advise you on it. So my, my advice is find people who, who are older than you um, who, who can really shed some light on some hard decisioning, especially in your early career. You know, when I look back at my 20s, I think it's one of the um, hardest times to be, you know, maybe I'll say it's about my 30s, but looking back at that at that time period, it's really interesting because you have friends of all different calibers. Friends are getting married, um, some are getting divorced, they're having kids, and people are in all different spans of their career, and it's very difficult to understand 
where you stand when historically you had been kept in groups when you were in college, maybe you played a sport, that was a group, and it's really your first time entering the business world. And you're dealing with some very difficult circumstances. How do I have my first conversation about getting a raise? How do I have that salary conversation? What do I do in a performance review? How do I deal with difficult coworkers? And lastly, you know, where do I want to go with my career? And all of these questions are really percolating inside of you during that time frame. And it's really important to have that release and have folks that you can talk to and at least get bounced some ideas off of them. That's awesome. Um, let's switch it up a bit. I want to get into what you're doing over at Sunday. Uh, so you hinted at it, but let's go a little bit further. So tell me a little bit more about the business, please. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so I currently work at Sunday. Uh, Josh Steck, who I previously worked with at Lending Home, uh, teamed up with a gentleman by the name of Andrew Swain, who was previously the CFO uh, over at Airbnb Create Sunday. And essentially, you know, Sunday helps home sellers get the best outcome to sell their home when um, when they're looking to sell their home that is non-MLS ready, meaning it needs some sort of work and rehab to actually be a marketable property. And so actually, Sunday is a tech-enabled wholesaler um, that's a marketplace for these non-MLS assets. Uh, home sellers like working with us because we get the best price for their asset. That's a really a worry-free process. And if you think about this historically, this demographic of folk has been preyed upon uh, by investors who, you know, lowball offers. We come in and we offer the best price for that asset. And if you look on, on the other, other side of the fence, the investors, they love coming to work. They love buying properties from us simply because we have a robust inventory and a lot of the pre-deal underwriting and analysis Sunday and the team actually does. So we're really served up investment opportunities that are already underwritten. The performa is already there and simply they're there to execute that strategy. So I mean, so, yeah, yep. go ahead. And I was going to say, um, you know, running capital markets, is it's been a great opportunity and strategy. Um, you know, in, in May of this year, I wanted to walk you through kind of the timeline where we are and what we've done. In uh, May of this year, you know, we stood up a small investment arm uh, called Home Love uh, internally, uh, where we buy, renovate, and sell uh, attractive real estate opportunities. It's, it's essentially a, a residential real estate add value strategy. So since May, we've been acquiring properties throughout the United States, but primarily in Los Angeles, Inland Empire, San Diego, Scottsdale, and Dallas, where we typically buy homes at about $450,000 put about 55K renovation in, and actually sell that within, call it a four, four and a half month disposition timeline. Uh, we're targeting typically anywhere between 15 to 20% IRRs for our investors. And so uh, if somebody's listening to this, Miles, and they want more information on Sunday or to connect with some of the opportunities there, um, what's the best route for them to reach out and to get that? Yeah, so you can reach out via LinkedIn, Miles Deemer, or please email directly, uh, email me directly at miles at Sunday, uh, dot com, and that is Sunday with an A E, not a Y, just like an ice cream and Sunday. What, and what's the what's kind of the sweet spot for clientele? So they know, so if somebody's listening to this and they know if they should be, if they kind of fit your your profile of what's a great client. What's what's that sweet spot for you guys? Yeah, so I would say uh, high net worth accredited investor who is looking for a short-term, typically call it three-year real estate um, development play. I think it's really important to note that if you look back since call it 2009 to where we are today, 
you know, anyone with a PPM and, and some money could have made money in, in real estate in this industry. I feel as if, you know, recently and what the new world is moving forward, people are going to really have to have a solid strategy and paying attention to forecasting and the data that's out there is going to become more and more pivotal than ever for money managers to be successful in this next day. Man, I love it. That's great insight. Um, well, hey, Miles, really appreciate you coming on the show today and sharing more about your background and uh, all the great work you're doing now at Sunday. Um, and to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. I hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to uh, head over to uh, Apple iTunes Store, leave me a review, uh, share this with your friends and family. I mean, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And Miles, thanks again for coming on the show.